Greetings, we're Technically a Conversation, a podcast for curious people by curious people. Every week, we take turns presenting a new topic, and the other host has no idea what the topic will be. We strive to educate in a way that's loose and fun. Our topics are all over the place, from light and funny to dark and sometimes spooky. Some of the topics we've covered include urban legends, civil right activists, vampires, pop culture icons, the supernatural and occult, spies and espionage, science and astronomy, and other weird and random things. If any of these topics interest you, give our podcast a shot. Listen and subscribe at technicallyaconversation.com, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. Parental advisory, we might use strong language. This is a hose head production. Jeffrey Dahmer soaked in blood. The Unabomber blowing up. Waco, Texas, and Heaven's Gates. Alien modified men from apes. Hitler faked his death and then escaped. Bigfoot and the Mothman. Son of Sam talking to dogs again. Witches, ghosts, and goblins. Mysterious noise and hot things. Dark guards and the skull and bones. Most celebrities are probably cloned. So when you're feeling all alone, grab a beer and get stoned. I welcome you to the podcast, Strange Brew. We're here to entertain you. Antonio, how did you shot the leg? Oh, help me, oh God! Oh, Thomas, my sweet, sweet friend. Close your eyes, Thomas, and let the good Lord take you now. Motherfucker, I ain't dead yet. I said go get a doctor. Oh, such language coming from you. I just, uh, no, all right. Doctor, doctor, we got a wounded man over here. Oh, well, I'm a doctor. Uh, what seems to be the problem, huh? I've been fucking shot in the leg. Uh, wait, how old are you? Oh, the, the language on you, sir. This is a, this is a hospital. I would have advised you to. I, I, I assure you that I am the ripe old age of sixteen. We ain't in a fucking hospital. We're in the fucking battlefield. You just put a tent around my body. Jesus Christ! It's good. It's good in a hospital. It's good as the best. You know what I'm saying? So, now, what what seems to be the ailment here? Which for uh, perplexing you this day? I fucking told you. I got shot in the leg. Oh, yes, yes, shot in the arm. Let's take a look at that. Let's get that. Oh, we're going to have to amputate that arm. And sir, now, don't you worry, none. I, I want to assure you that I was in medical school for two whole days. That's a 48 hours to you, layperson. Jesus Christ. Don't be taking the Lord's name in vain. And I'm Jewish, so I prefer to be. didn't even say that at all. It's, a, it's bad memories. But all right, let's get that arm off. Let's get that arm off. I got shot in the leg. Get this fucking oh. bull out of me. Oh, my sincerest apologies. I, these glasses ain't, ain't really working the way they're supposed to. All right, now let's get that leg going. Now, wait, 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 wait. Aren't you, aren't you gonna wash your hands or something? Oh, uh, what about the pain? Oh, well, okay, okay, here. T- take a little bit of this here whiskey for you, son. And uh, take that shot, take that shot down. 
All right, now we got a little bit of chloroform for you here. Go ahead, go ahead, breathe deep, breathe deep. All right, all right. And you said wash, wash your hands. Oh God, I think all I'm right. dying. Now, oh. I seem to have dropped my bone saw, sir. All right, now let's get to work. Oh, oh Lord. Uh, what? Oh. Oh, you said, so you, you said it was your left leg that you were shot in? Yeah. Oh. Oh, oh, dear. Oh. <laughs> wrong I leg! See you, I see you, wrong leg! Up. I got a, 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 and that's the left. That's, uh, it's all right. Well, well now we're going to call you stupid. Uh, wrong leg. Sir Thomas of Cornwall died later that week. He died from an infection in the arm. Welcome to the podcast, everybody. Welcome. We are going back in time. Welcome. I'm one of your hosts, Thomas of Cornhole, and I'm ready for war, even though at the time I was technically British because Canada was not a country yet. And I am the good Reverend Dr. Kaiju here to assist Sir Thomas in his afterlife affairs. You also have whiskey? Quite drunk. Yeah, whiskey, sir. Cheers. Fucking sweet. I got a fucking whiskey cup. You got it in a fucking martini glass. I'm drinking it out of a martini glass because I'm a doctor and I'm fancy. I was like, I was going to say, I was like, were gay people around back then? But Lincoln was gay. Lincoln was so gay. Uh, Yeah, and, um, we're gonna get I got into, a log um, cabin for you, Abe. Yes, <laughs> we're gonna get into the the, the battlefield, the bat, the war, the civil war. Um, the war against northern aggression, Thomas. Say it right. Yes, and for the audio listeners, I got whiskey. Anton's got whiskey. I'm dressed up in the best outfit I could find for what someone might wear in 18 fucking whatever this is. Um, Tom looks like he's dressed to be a a bad Brad Pitt cosplayer from Legends of the Fall. Chelsea said I look like Tom fucking Huckleberry Finn or Tom Sawyer, and I was like, thanks. No, y'all far too put together to look like Huckleberry Finn or Tom Sawyer. So I don't know why I keep going with the fucking Southern accent. It's okay. Right it's just like the fucking <laughs> the Bell Gunnis episode when you wouldn't stop doing the Norwegian accent. I can't not do the Norwegian, though, because it's, it's, you know, I just have But the Bell Gunnis, you got to do it a little more like this. <laughs> Yes, so for the YouTube listeners, we're all, I'm dressed up, um, you know, we got a fun little Civil War background, um, and we did a little skit, ring, 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 banana phone, uh, boop, boop, but, boop, yes, and, uh, we'll be, we'll be playing one, at least one clip for a haunting, and, uh, we'll be showing some photos for the YouTube listeners of, uh, photos taken from the Civil War to get us into the mood of it. Uh, but to really get us in the mood, uh, Anton, do you have some some letters, some stories? I do, I do. My dear Thomas, I now take my pen in hand to let you know that I am well, and I hope these few lines will find you the same. I am well at present. I got over the neurologia in the head. Doctor said that I was only a little crazy, and it's fine. We had a great parade on last Thursday the 19th. The governor of Rhode Island was here and presented the regiment with a nice silk flag he called the regimental flag. I was given the special commendations being of southern descent but fighting for the north. Good job. Massachusetts and Connecticut with a large number of the members of the assembly. 
as was also one of the old 76 soldiers who said that we were all good soldiers. Very good indeed. So for coming from a revolutionary man, that, that made my dick quite a wreck. And we also fired eight of our largest cannon from our newly mounted fort. I'll tell you, I ain't never had a freedom boner like that before. <laughs> the work of our own hands, we had a very fine band of brass music from Massachusetts. There are now eight full companies on the ground, commencing at A and going down to H. There is now in Providence another company by the name of I, full and about 80 in company. K, the company I belong to, is E. We are about building barracks for 1,200 men. There's a young man coming home with me when I come, and oh boy, do I come. <laughs> I don't know when that will be, by the name of Mr. Johnson. Tell Michael to set his cap for me for him when I come home, as he is the handsomest man on the ground, and we're gonna make an Eiffel Tower right over his head. Is this a real story? He's calling this guy handsome and shit? This guy's gay as Lincoln was. I have got an office, but I don't like it. Though it is something similar to that like I had in church assistant, secretary. We have meetings every night in the week. Who goes to church, man? I guess back then everyone did. Did you know, did you know that Lincoln said he was going to send all the black people back to Africa? That's what the nation of Liberia was created for. I was like, what? Like, I listened to... You didn't to, know that? No, I knew he said some shady shit, but uh, for all listeners, I spent all day listening to things all about the Civil War. And uh, for the Patreon, three bucks a month, we will be getting into, uh, most likely for the Patreon, I'm going to decide if I want to put on the main show or not, but I would like to actually... You know, we're talking about hauntings and strange mysteries of the Civil War, but I would like to uh, I would like to do a whole episode talking about the ins and outs of the Civil War and and how crazy and brutal the battle actually the battles were. Um, and you might have to pay for that. So <laughs> pony up your three dollars. Yes. The American Civil War lasted from 1861 to 1865. It was one of the most important events in the history of the United States. It was four years of bloody combat and chaos, killing 750,000 soldiers, abolished slavery, and shaped the fate of the entire nation. And obviously with death and chaos comes tales of ghosts and mysteries. There's a lot of them. Probably one of the most haunted battlefields, uh, or the, the battlefields of all of them uh, out there. World War II, we talked about way back in the day. Actually, me and Billy did that at the uh, the close to the beginning of this podcast. And uh, I've had this written out for a while. I've really wanted to get into the Civil War and the ghostly tales that happened uh, afterwards. But it was Ghost? a brutal fucking war, man. Like they're stabbing each other with fucking bayonets. Only a handful of pe- people actually had pistols. Um, and you know, yeah, obviously officers generally were the only ones that carried pistols. And obviously when you got, uh, when, you know, think about the civil war, you think about like a musket and shit and you have to like fucking jerk it off really fucking fast before someone rushes at you with a bayonet, you know? Yeah. I, mean? I um, I, I, I know that more often than not, I believe it was 90% of civil war deaths were not from bullets. They from were from infections and, and disease yeah. and, uh, starvation, et cetera. Yeah, because think about it, like they, like uh, in our skit, right? They didn't wash their hands. Uh, they knew nothing about sterilization of um, fuck- that. So it was two years before the war ended, 
I believe, is when they discovered, oh, we should be washing our hands. Well, no fucking shit. It's sterilizing. But it, it happened in the Civil War, but it was like the war is essentially credited with the invention of doctors being like, oh, wait a minute. Yeah. And if people don't realize half of the people fighting in the Civil War were like from fucking 15 to like 20 and shit. Yeah, they were mostly 16 year olds. Look at that guy. Hey, look, you're right there in the middle. <laughs> Does guy look like Reed. Yeah, that's a thousand yard stare. That's generally like uh, people that have have seen or committed horrific acts have the. <laughs> I've also microdosed some mushrooms on this episode, so we'll see how that. <laughs> what else is new? You've done it for the last four episodes. I know. It's like, why not, man? Yeah, it's uh, a brutal time. Holy fuck, man. <laughs> Lincoln had a Lincoln was a tall, fucking skinny guy, man. Uh, Lincoln's got that fucking uh, evil doctor in House on Haunted Hill ghost face thing going on for our listeners that can't see this. Yeah, for people on YouTube, just look up the uh, Civil War uh, photos. You'll see this infamous photo of um, Abraham Lincoln. And obviously he was on a battlefield, a little tent behind him. And he was a tall, lengthy man, but he also was standing like weirdly straight. Like, it's strange no, how no, straight... No was. comment on the uh, the Freemasonic pose that those two are standing in, Tom? Oh, yeah, I just realized that. That is definitely a Masonic pose. They have their hands uh, hands tucked in, one hand tucked into the side of their coat. That is 100%. Except that was also just a way to fucking stand for a hot minute. Uh, no, I think that was uh, that was probably... Yeah, it was a Masonic thing, but when you do it, it in public and other people don't know what it is, they're going to imitate it because they think it looks cool. It was tipping the hat... Are. Um, towards all the other Freemasons, which, you know, if you do enough history about Freemasonry, it, uh, we don't know entirely it was as bad as it is today back then because it might have just been a little group where, you know, men were trying to fight for civil liberties like George Washington and all that shit, but... Oh, see, I say I say it's gotten tamer as it's gotten older. It has not gotten worse. Um, now the Freemasons touch little boys and fucking use sex, so. sex trafficking and fucking satanic fucking bullshit. Pretty sure that's, uh, pretty sure that's not the Freemasons, but, uh, Tom's uh, opinion corner. Yes. I, 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 I believe that may be part of it. Um, young sir. Uh, but who knows? Who knows? I do believe that a lot of Freemasons are orchestrating the shit that's going on earth, but my kind man, I am a doctor, not a young sir. It's because I am four years your junior, <laughs> sir. Does not make me. A oh boy. And all I sawed, I sawed both of your goddamn legs off just <laughs> fine. Yeah, I'm Stumpy McStumperson. And, and the thing is, like, you know, back then, a lot of these men, and you could call them teenagers, literally, um, didn't have any prior knowledge or understanding of battle. And they kind of just went in, they gave him a gun or a sword and was like, go stab some people if you got to, bash them over the fucking head with the rock. Do what you got to do to kill that guy that looks exactly like you and sounds just like you. And oftentimes they were actual family. It's just a matter of yeah. cousin versus cousin and brother versus brother. It, was, it, it depended nuts. on which side of, you know, who you wanted to fight for. I want to keep of- slaves. I like my fucking slave junior over there. He takes That's, care that, of me. Okay, that is a fucking, and I'm going to get shit for this, but it, it, yes, it is about slavery. And yes, it is important. But like with any wars, like there were certain things put in place where it was, uh, yeah. I believe it was midway through the war. So about two years in, uh, the South passed, the Confederacy passed an amendment that said anyone who owned more than 20 slaves did not have to fight. So once again, what? it was generally, it, yeah, it was generally fought by people who didn't own slaves wow. for the benefit of people who did. So once again, it's the poor doing the rich's dirty work. Okay, I'm not going to lie. Would I rather go to war or have 20 slaves? And then when the wars end, I'll just be like, you can go free now. 
I don't know what the latter is, but. <laughs> do I Choose fight? Words very carefully. Do I Tom. fight and get gangrene, or do I keep my slaves for a fucking four years and then just, and then just like cut the chains loose and be like, go free now, go free. <laughs> hey, at least it's not. I'm not saying what Huckleberry Finn called his homie, man. All right, and ladies and gentlemen, Jim. I'm leaving this show. So. <laughs> uh, it's to been speak fun. Speak upon that. Yes, there was many. Um, also, obviously, black people, indigenous people that did fight um, in the Civil War. Indigenous people were more or less forced. Black people were offered their slavery if they fought on the side of the Confederacy. Um, what? So if they fought for the Confederates, were they like, you can go free after? Yes. Huh. And then if obviously you're on the North, the fucking Union, they're like, you're fucking, you can, you're our, you, we want you to be free. Well, more often than not, you had a lot of Union soldiers that were people of color who joined up with the ranks because they were involved in the Underground Railroad during the antebellum South, the years leading up to the Civil War. Do we know why? Uh, do we know what Abraham Lincoln sounded like? I made a joke with me and and or, uh, me and Juan. Uh, we talked about the hauntings of the White House, and I was like, he probably talks like this. That's no. <laughs> he okay. So if he talked like that, I doubt very much that he would have ever made his way to political office. Oh yeah, office. because he was because very. You gotta like, remember, he, he had to, he had to yeah. do what were called uh, railway tours or, or railway stops where he would he would ride a train, yeah. especially through Illinois, uh, which was his home state. And he would make stops at yeah. major ports and give speeches. So you would assume that he would have a very pronounced, That's a true. very commanding, a very booming and uh, <laughs> inspirational voice. We're going to let all the slaves free. All the black people will be free and equal in the eyes of God. And then we'll get a huge boat and we'll send them back to Africa, even though they don't know where the fuck their family is or if they're dead or alive. And it's like, it's just crazy that some of the shit that he said, it was like, man, um, I don't know if you're the good guy, but you obviously helped to fucking um, abolish slavery, which was the main point. And then obviously, like, women didn't have rights. And I, I mentioned that we... Yeah, suffrage, uh, women's suffrage came much later. I mean, Anton, we're talking about this uh, through chat, is that um, a lot of people were raped. There was a lot of rape going on, according to what I was listening to and reading about. It was like 500 accounts of all these women and children coming out from five years old. Yeah. To fucking 85 being raped during the entire war. It's the chaos of war. I yeah. mean, it, it's that's not excusing it. it. It's fucking an absolute atrocity, and it's oftentimes worse <laughs> than the actual battles itself. Give I, me your I'm, granny. Is, I love her sloppy is, little titties. Oh, big say, fucking windbags. And just fucking. Th this is coming from somebody who's never seen combat, so I can't say that it's worse, but I just, as, as somebody who's, you know, seen neither of those things, I would assume that is slightly more horrific. Yeah. Because at least maybe in your brain you can justify what's happening in war. That Yeah, Vinny Paz no. said, I don't trust anyone that's never been to war, and I don't trust anyone that hasn't been poor. And I was like, yeah, good point. Tom, have you been to war? Um, I've been in a war against myself since I was the age of 10, where doesn't, I battle does myself in my consciousness. If we're counting that, then I'm still in that also, war. Also, obviously, fucking Lincoln was a wrestling fuck. He fucking, just to, before we get into the hauntings, I just want to mention that he did wrestle, and he was like 301 mm -hmm. or some shit, and if somebody tried to like go against him, he would fucking try to battle them. He'd be like, hey, like, sir, you want to fucking fight? And it's just like, <laughs> he's like, he'd manhandle them, because for the time, he was a large man yeah he's a big dude he was for the time they're a lot they're all my height like five six five seven kind of shit so that's that's how how they went um <laughs> this is a fucking crazy time what if and they have cannons like and and you're like and this is um this is like line infantry see these are is that the south why they got the 
the slaves hanging out there? Uh, I can't tell because you can't really tell if that they're so blue and gray are the colors of the uniforms. The South was gray, the North was blue. So all the fans out there, yeah, make sure you check out, like, just look it up, get you in the mood for this episode. I suggest when we're about to get into this, you know, pour yourself some fucking whiskey and, uh, you know, join us on this uh, journey into the Civil War. Some of them look fairly happy to be taking these photos going to war. The one with the smirk standing up top and then the one yeah. who is left? Yeah. It's they see some of them seem like, you know what? I'm fucking ready for this shit. And to show yeah, like they're probably the ones that just showed up and they're like, oh, we're going to take a battalion photo. <laughs> this fucking guy. All right. Um, and obviously it's crazy. And uh, we mentioned it before, right? How they were doing like embalming on the battlefield sometimes to try to preserve the bodies and then ship them home to their yep. fucking crying wives and families. Yep, because they were so far from home. And there were, I mean, there were literally just body piles. Like, there are shallow graves everywhere uh, that uh, apparently there was certain certain farmers who viewed that as a good thing because it was free fertilizer. Oh, that's true. Yeah, because obviously a lot of times they were just burying them on spot in very shallow graves. Um, There's that famous... um, uh, from one of the generals came in and he was like, it just looked like fucking just bodies were everywhere. And because it rained, you just saw arms like it looked like hell. Like there's arms just fucking popping out of fucking everywhere, like bodies, legs, like pretty. And they look in this photo we're showing of them at the hospital. I can see myself without my fucking legs. Yep. Uh, did you know that they used legs for firewood? Are you fucking serious? Mm-hmm. Definition of a bone fire where bonfire came from. No, so that's where the term throw another leg on the fire comes from. What? Yeah. They would have three-leg fires where they would just make a teepee out of legs and fucking... Be like, all right, Anton, They found out that They found out that legs would burn for exactly five hours. What? That's fucking nuts. Mm -hmm. And would it actually create fire? Like, it would actually help them? Oh, it would burn. Yeah. No, it burns. Wow. That's fucking crazy, you know? It's like, all right, Anton, I fucking cried about you for ten minutes, so I'm going to throw you on the fire now. Now, full bodies, legs. Oh, so I'd have to cut your leg off first. Well, if, if my leg was amputated. So they would just throw them into piles after they would amputate people. Man, so, that's so crazy. Then the bodies would just be buried in, in shallow graves, mostly because of the whole Christian thing, which uh, funeral uh, cremation wasn't really a uh, nice. And it obviously, look, there's a foot there. Um, Dude, obvi- look at just the rotting corpses and, and just shred- shredded clothes that are on that thing. And who do you think the Confederates would make clean up the mess? No, oh, of course. Right, like you do. The swords are pretty uh, dope, I have to say. Um, I do really dig um, some of the <laughs> some of the fucking swords that some of the some of the homies have. Uh, where's that one? Where's that one photo I like of the the men's? This one. Look at their dope ass swords, man. They got like a cutlass. Mm-hmm. As we talked about before, when we talk about hauntings, right? It could be residual energy because of the imprint that this is made into just the time and the error that residual hauntings, right, are just like imprints in history and time where it just replays the same shit over and over. And that's why a lot of people hear guns going off and people yelling and screaming and stuff like that. It's pretty crazy. So most people who are familiar... Battlefield hauntings are generally the definition of battlefield. Uh, residual hauntings, yes. yes. Uh, most people who are familiar with the Civil War history know of Thomas J. Stonewall Jackson, the famous Confederate lieutenant general who died a very particular death. His own men accidentally shot him in the Battle of uh, uh, Chancellorville. 
Can- Chancellorville? I don't Chancellorville, know. Chancellorville, yeah. On May uh, 2nd, Accidentally in air quotes. 63. Did they think that they, tur- they mutinied him? They would never say that. Yeah. That's a Southern general, so, I mean, maybe. Maybe, because uh, to mention this too, right, so there were when they were capturing um, Confederate uh, you know, soldiers, they were convincing them to fight for the Union, too, at the same time. Well, they would they would do their best, yeah. yeah. But uh, more often than not, you still had. But you think about it, it's the guys that are not fucking fighting. Like they're not fighting if they don't own slaves, or maybe they have one or two. Or no, but four. honor was still a very big thing around then. And then if they were to try and go home after the war, or what if the South won, yeah. then they would be deserters and they would oh, be killed. Oh, that's true. So. But they're like fucking 16, 17, 18. Like Doesn't like, mean shit, dude. It's, you're talking about a whole different type of person. You they come are not home and your mom pe- beat you with a shoe for about a week. Not even that, dude. Your dad might fucking kill you. <laughs> Although historians generally state that Jackson was shot because of the darkness and confusion on the battlefield. And like we said, they were not used to this, okay? This was more or less the first battle where they had Gatling guns, they had rifles, they had cannons. So it was just smoke-filled battlefields, and it was constant confusion of, like, just... <laughs> like, and, and you don't, like, other than the uniforms, you don't know who the fuck you're shooting at. Mm-hmm. So although historians, yeah, generally say because of the confusion on the battlefield, that's probably why he was shot. The waters of history have been fairly muddy on this particular subject. Jackson fame led to many people from both sides of the conflict to claim, you know, their involvement in their in his death and conspiracy theories of murder and foul play have surfaced, uh, surfaced every once in a while. The question was fair uh, was finally answered in 2013. Near the 150th 50th anniversary of the great general's death, which may or may not be a happy coincidence, two astronomers, I don't know why, uh, but, but painstakingly calculated the, the phases of the moon during the fateful night when Jackson was returning to his troops. The moon was so dim, uh, it would be, you would only really see a silhouette. So when the fatigued, frightened soldiers were startled by this mysterious soldier-shaped shadow, they instinctively open-fired only to run over and find the horror that they killed their own commander. <laughs> Shit! Thomas! Oh, uh, fuck, they're gonna hang us. They're gonna fucking hang <laughs> us, man. Game over, man. Game, Game over. over. Game over, man. Uh, when, you're fi- when you're fighting a war, you know, you get used to many inconveniences, obviously bad food, um, constant, uh, you know, manual labor because you're like having to dig ditches for the bodies of your friends. Wet I feel like that's the easy part, like getting used to them because like it's like working a physical job. Once yeah. you're in the swing of it, you're in the swing of it. The physical yeah. part doesn't, and it sucks, but it doesn't really like. You, and you're in just the mind state of like, just like the thousand yard stare, like I'm, just mm-hmm. fucking, it's fucking here. Oh, man. plus you're fucking hammered drunk most of yeah. the time. I would assume I would be getting drunk the entire time. I'd be fucking no, taking I'd be all drunk, the opium. Fucking taking opium. Yep, medi- exactly. Fucking uh, cor- no. What's that? Uh, what, what am I thinking? Ether. That, m- morphine too. No, you'd take you. Yeah, you you'd be taking um. Opium. You yeah. wouldn't be taking morphine. Actually, having to kill other human beings, obviously, and all other drawbacks that would come from war, of a you know wartime life as a soldier. However, the Civil War had extra horror to throw in the mix. The army itch was a dermatologist. Fuck, why can't I say this word now? Dermatolo- dermatologist. Dermatologist. Dermatological terror that spread through. Uh, do I got the cringe? Do I got the cringe? Cringy ass bitch. 
All right, but it was obviously it was a mysterious condition that caused men's skin to itch and swell and blister, so I'd rather get shot in the face, to the point where they become a mess of sores, painful, pussing, oozing lacerations. Mmm, yummy. Uh-uh. Yeah, they actually, apparently the doctors <coughs> also thought that pus was the sign of a healing wound. So, so they would stupid. take they would take the pus and they would spread it on other patients' wounds just to hope that it would really? help them heal quicker. Yeah, apparently so. That's fucking gross, man. Yeah, some historical accounts were saying the doctors were not so fucking bright. That's disgusting. It is <laughs> disgusting. You're right. So <laughs> when, uh, so obviously it would <laughs> cause cra- we were like it, fucking crazy. Some men, some men's hands swelled so badly their fingers couldn't touch each other. Their fingers couldn't touch each other. Oh uh, my god! Just fucked up. The true cause of the itch remained a mystery until 2006, when researchers were able to determine its true cause as a pandemic of scabies. Makes sense. A particularly uh, hostile mite infection that swept through the armies in less than the hygienic, obviously less than hygienic conditions in the barracks and battlefields. And um, fuck the George Godstones, but who knows who really done it? Maybe it's a satanic ritual. Uh, this will we're recording the day after or two days after, but this will come out fucking weeks after we actually uh, we actually uh, broadcast this to all your ears and eyes. Except for if you're on Twitch. If you're on Twitch, sometimes you get like four weeks in advance. So it's pretty crazy. Ghost pictures. All right. Ghostly pictures. When Private Tom, I actually tried to look up for this look for this picture. I couldn't find it. I literally looked up ghost uh, Civil War pictures. I couldn't find shit. Uh, other than spectral w- photographs, other than ones that were obviously doctored, like just, but it could have been anyway. When pri- uh, a lot of Thomases, I, I, I must tell you, when private was a common name, Thomas was a common name. When Private Thomas W. Timberlake, uh, he was the great great grandfather of Justin Timberlake, and he used to dance through the battlefield. <laughs> um, and the second Virginia infantry was walking through the corpse little battlefield of Port Royal. He happened to find a photo of a young girl. The problem was that the said photo happened to lie exactly between two dead soldiers. One of them Confederate and the other the Union. One of the Union. Timberlake took the photo with him and eventually found its way to a museum in the Confederacy in Richmond, Virginia. The museum has fairly good collection of similar mysteries and photos that the soldiers, both sides of the war, have been given for safekeeping and never reclaimed, most likely because they died in battle. They depicted people that long dead, although the museum occasionally managed to track down some of the people in the pictures, some of them like the unidentified young girl found between the two dead soldiers was never identified. These pictures remain a sad old mystery of time gone by, never reclaimed or recognized by anyone. (laughs) A Jane Doe for the ages. Yes. Washington's ghost. Was Washington part of this fucking war? No. No. Washington was long dead. The Civil War was going poorly for the North during the first few years. General George B. uh, It's another George. Uh, George B. McClendon's, one of the Union's main generals, was struggling to mount successful operations against the Confederate forces. There was many. We'll get into it when we talk about it, most likely on a Patreon episode. But the war, the battles were pretty crazy, and um, they were losing a lot of the times in the North. Uh, Because the North was primarily um, industry. Whereas the South was mainly textiles, resources. Like, the South had most of the shit. 
Yeah. Which a lot of people argue. Um, that's the the um, historical retcon shit where people try and argue that the war wasn't actually about slaves. It was about resources, which there is. Could be. Th- there is that that aspect of it as well. But, you know, I, I don't know. I, th- I think that the. Uh, yeah. The so they, obviously the they were struggling. And that's when McLeaning. Uh, reported a straight incident incident in which he saw the vision of George Washington in early 18... Yeah, because George Washington is in 1776. Uh, in early 18... Well, that was the... Uh, the signing of the Declaration of Independence. Mm-hmm. Uh, so in the early 1862, late one night, uh, George B. McClellan was studying maps and planning attacks when he gradually realized that the enemy knew his position too well and couldn't fight off any offenses. As he sunk into despair, he heard a booming voice through his captain. The voice, he thought, was, uh, the voice told him that only God was helping the Union to repel the Confederate attacks and that the South would have won otherwise if not for God. Looking upon his map, McLennan found himself staring at the whimsy, whimsy ghost of George Washington. Washington reassured McClellan that the cause was not yet lost and that the U.S. would prevail for many centuries after many centuries. And after the speech, Washington raised his hand above McClellan's head and blessed him. And the thunder roared through the cabinet. When McClellan awoke, he was lying on the table drunk. Probably my guess, he was drunk. At first, he thought he had been in a dream. But when he looked at his map, he could see markings that showed him where to attack Confederate positions. Isn't that fucking crazy if that story is true? I think maybe someone just came in and told (laughs) him... That, like, he was just talking to somebody, but he was so fucking shithouse and had been on a bender for so long that he's like, thank you, Mr. President. <laughs> like, yeah. okay, chief, we're going to we're gonna get back to it. Uh, there's the intel you asked for. Our scouts came and Thanks, they marked man. it. And, um, he did not cool, remember like, making those markings himself. Obviously, the story. We will carry on your legacy, Mr. Washington. <laughs> yeah, helped solidify the idea that the North received divine help during the war, but the tale was only made public after the war ended. And we don't really know if it was a paranormal event or not, if it was just made up stories. But you know what? I try to believe um, that weird things do happen. And I'm sure during this time, especially after the books I've been fucking listening to, uh, that there is some weird intervention when it comes to spiritual conquest over certain domains of our reality. I, I do believe it's possible. Sure. Or it's, uh, in this instance at least... Um, Are you smoking up? Somebody... No, no, I'm just grinding up a little weed. I haven't, I haven't decided to smoke yet. I'll probably smoke when we get a little closer to the end. Yeah, Um, we're not halfway yet. We're getting there. We're we're close. Um, But God damn it, you fucking made me lose my train of thought. The whole idea (laughs) of like ghosts. Yeah, there could be drunk. Oh, okay. So yeah, yeah. yeah. So so I think maybe there's also a psychological aspect to it where that could be something you say to up morality of a very wounded nation that you're trying to reunify. He's like George Washington came to me in a dream. Yeah, exactly. Like you're. or you if you have him. a group of superstitious people, which most of your poor soldiers are going to be superstitious yeah. religious people, they're, you know, well, going to... Well, look at to Lincoln's life, right? Like, I would like to dive back more into Lincoln's life, but the thing is, when me and Juan even talked about it for the haunted, th- throwback to the haunted, uh, the White House, um, where uh, we got that goddamn cat again, that's all from... It's that goddamn that's, cat again. That's from that episode. Um, yeah. Lincoln's wife, Mary Todd, was like super uh, superstitious and and like call. She was a spiritualist. She did se- seances, and uh, mm-hmm. meanwhile, they never had sex, so her fucking cobweb pussy was dry. 
Well, they had sex enough times for her to give birth to her stillborn children. Like we which said, there is some there is something to say about he's them probably maybe got a like, dong on him, Bill. Like maybe that Lincoln's got a hog. <laughs> Throw back to one of our older episodes. So true. Um, but <laughs> yes. you know, I'm not even going to explain it. Let's just go with the Lincoln is gay. Let's just go with that. It's the story of old green eyes, a cryptid. Woohoo! A cryptid. Oh yeah. Or a ghost from the battlefield of Chickamauga. Chickamauga. Old green eyes gonna miss you. Chickamauga in Tennessee. It's actually two unrelated legends that bear the same name. The first story is about a Civil War soldier whose head has been blown off during battle. His friends buried his body without the head. According to legend, the ghost of the soldier still roams the battlefield, moaning and looking for his head. Where's my head? How could you hear it moaning for its head if it had no head? If it has no head. Because ghost powers, dumbass. Come on, man. What the fuck? People have wrecked their cars after being shocked by the glowing green eyes on the roads near the battlefield. The second and older story involves a mysterious cryptid called Old Green Eyes that allegedly the first sighting was during the Civil War. Legend states that the soldiers saw a monster during the Battle of Chickamauga. Uh, is that how you say it? You fucking went to school for this. Sh- well, you, they taught you this in school, or at least should No, they didn't. Chickamauga? Chickamauga? Chickamauga. It must That's got to be an indigenous, indigenous word. Yeah, There's indigenous no way word. it's not. Mm-hmm. It's just like the indigenous people that were dragged into this war. It was just like they're probably like, man, fucking god, we just fucking battled you, goddamn cowboys, for fucking how long, and now we're like forced into your fucking stupid bullshit. It's I could imagine it was probably horrible for them to be like, man, and and uh, no, a lot of those children are probably the a lot of those those natives are probably ones who grew up in went through the fucking prog- uh, programs of residential schools. Yeah, like they were assimilated. Air quotes. Yeah. Uh, brainwashed, if you will, into white culture. And I was, and they I, were, yeah. I'm sure, still second class fucking people who, you know. Well, I was listening to the secrets, uh, the secret teachings of American history, and it talks about a lot about how the, I think that's what it's called, the, the secret history of America. And, um, it's, it talks a lot about the indigenous. The Manly P. P. Hall one? Yes. Uh, I yeah, got yeah. into Manly it's P. It's a good Hall. book. I got into man people, and they talk about the indigenous people, obviously their connections and how they were fighting a lot, which I've said in older episodes, uh, you know, before we came over, they were warring with themselves, but they did create like the six nations and they started to come together and they were a nomadic people and often very spiritual and started to connect to each other. And um, I'm sure in now the book that I'm reading, The Law of One, they were highly regarded uh, by the entities that are supposed to be in and out of our plane of existence. Yeah, know? because they lived in harmony with yes. nature. It's like, yes. yes, they battled, but they didn't battle in the way that, you know, everybody else did, where it was yeah. just you went through and just desolated everything. It was, you it's know, true. okay, we're fighting you over resources or over our land or over hunting grounds or over pride or some fucking other bullshit reason why mankind fights itself. Yeah. But... The, po- the point is, is that they were genocided. That's the point. It's not as though it was like, oh, you, yes. you know, <laughs> lost a war fair and square. It was like, no, you were systematically exterminated. Yeah. And had your entire culture systematically exterminated. For the, you know, for obviously the people on the other side, the British, the Spaniards, everything else, uh, that believed that this was their right and that they needed to do this, even though if they would have just kind of lived in the same mindset of the indigenous people, our whole country and world would probably be different it would be very interesting i would love to just if you could you know do the sneak peek into alternate timelines i would love to see where uh westerners took a lot longer to get here Mm -hmm. and see what the world would look like 
According to popular folklore, it was a short creature that had glowing eyes and a protruding jaw with huge fangs. Old green eyes had long hair like a woman, but the hair was thin and straw-colored. Soldiers say they spot the creature walking among the dead bodies after the battle. Studies of the creature continued in the 20th century, uh, and the Chickamauga Park Ranger Edward Tinley Tinney, stated that he glimpsed upon the creature. According to Edward, Old Green Eyes still stalks the abandoned battlefields, always watching for those who decide to visit. And the thing is, too, um, pretty cool cryptids, man, but uh, when, when we talked about, uh, you know, the Nazi occultism and, like, World War II, the, myst- the strange mysteries of World War II, which I'm one, I, I don't know... I have to look back to see if I decide to X that episode. I don't think I did because a lot of the, the episodes I decided to cut out and, and specifically put on Patreon behind a paywall so you can see the beginnings of Strange Who Podcast with me and Billy and Justin and stuff like that is that when me and Billy talked about it, there was like a monster supposedly that people saw during World War II, like a werewolf type creature that and mm-hmm. nobody understood what the fuck was going on. Again, so that weird. could be any number of things. That could just be simple combat fatigue and shared hallucinations, mass psychosis. It could be yeah. the sheer sheer size of the karmic bomb that occurs when that many people are murdering that many other people opens a gateway that allows something else in. There's plenty of speculation that can be done about what that is. Was that weed? Yeah, I decided to smoke weed. Fuck it. We have a, we're smoked out of a bomb for our fucking thing. We got to get high sometimes. The pen is a good a balancer. Like it's the not pen is I, a balancer. I was All right, listen- fine, fine. If Tom's gonna go off the rails and you're gonna episode, fucking hit so a bong, it's hilarious because I was listening to because I'm like curious. I'm I'm listening back to old episodes. You know, I'm kind of fucking narcissistic, I guess you could say. But just just to see what we sound like back in the day, how much things have changed on this podcast. They really have. What type of like? That's a fucking pretty big bong. I like that shit. Oh, it's not. It's it, old like, school plastic. Yeah. Is it? It doesn't look like it. I yeah, guess, you know, it's my travel camera. bong. Anton's well, got. A, I'm dressed up, but Anton has got a camera like he's in the fucking 1890s. So. I've got a sepia tone going here, and it's a original photography, sir. I'll not have you with any of that fancy color technology. This barely sees my soul enough as it is, son. I don't want to be stealing my soul in color. Fort Monroe. Fort Monroe is one of the few southern forts that remained uncaptured during the war until it felt the Union after the war's end. The fort was said to be a mighty, fo- a mighty fortress with boasted sturdy walls and even a moat. Wow, they got a fucking boat going on this bitch. Jefferson Davis. Jefferson hey, moats Davis. Were, moats were still um, like Relevant? legitimate. Yeah, they were relevant in, in the battles. Because you figure the most advanced shit you have besides the Gatling gun and cannonballs at that point is horses. Yeah, it's true. And um, I think, f- what, 4,000 horses died? Four or 5,000 horses died during the Civil War? I know, those poor fucking horses. Mm-hmm. They didn't do nothing. They I just know. wanted oats, man. Jefferson Davis was captured and held prisoner at Fort uh, Moreau, uh, Monroe, it's literally spelled the same way uh, as Maryland, and said to haunt the cell of where he was kept. Even Creeper, his wife, is said to haunt the premises, aimlessly wandering the grounds of the fort in search of her long-lost husband. Jefferson! Where are you, Jefferson? However, the most well-known on the premises, the ghost that is most well-known, is a woman who haunts the portion of the fort known as Ghost Alley. Though no one knows exactly who she is, she's still said to wander around the alley, uh, surrounded by a mysterious glowing fog. And to mention that, I fucking hate that I 
I made fun of Zach Bagan so much, and I was defending him when I was drunk because you convinced me to get Discovery, and I've been watching so much. Dude, Ghost Discovery Adventures. Plus is so oh, good. And I've been, I watched sponsor the sponsor us, you coward. Sponsor uh, us. I know that'd be awesome because uh, we watched um, Jay. I watched. Uh, I love Zach, uh, Jack Osborne. I do a lot. Me too. No, I I, 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 I watch all of his shit religiously. I, I I love that. I love the Osbournes. Want to believe? Is his Aussie show with is the show with his dad on there? too? It's on there. Yeah. Oh, what we watched the first yeah. two seasons. I think that there was. I think that's what's on there right yeah. now. Are the first two seasons? Um, I bring and up they don't that even know if it's going to get picked up for a to, fourth or not. How Ozzy tries to fucking bury the doll, the Robert the doll, which, yeah. which. Oh will, no, yeah. you're talking the one that's just Jack and Ozzy. Yeah. That no, I think that's Travel Channel. Um, but it might be a, no, it might be on there because Paranormal Caught on Camera is yeah. on there. And so if you want to, uh, whatever, we'll talk about that off air. Yeah, but uh, it's uh, yeah, I got I'm not it. shouting out a I've bigger podcast. I've been watching so much <laughs> ghost stuff now. I we I watched. I love Jason Mewes. He's in the background. Uh, the I've, Bigfoot one. Yeah, dude. I've met him, and they searched for Bigfoot. It could have been more, but you can tell that Jason Mewes loved every little bit of it. Oh yeah, Locked when he kept trying to get Jack Osborne's gun, he's like, "I'm gonna take that." He's like, "No, you're not." <laughs> uh, but it, I have been in a very ghostly mood. Me and Chelsea have watched a lot of stuff about ghosts recently, and watched a lot of ghost adventures while we're drinking and hanging out, and smoking up on the weekend. So it does bring me back to that time. And eventually, we might get back into haunted dolls. That's actually will be coming on the Patreon for a Lost Tapes episode, because that was our fourth episode we ever recorded, and it's gonna go. Up on the Patreon for uh, Lost Tapes. Three bucks a month, fuckers. Everybody's smoking on the weekend. Gotta find, I, I think I'm going to find the episode where Billy smokes the bong hit. And he's like, Billy, it doesn't like weed. Weed makes Billy tired. <laughs> 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 However, the most well-known is this woman she said to haunt the ghost alley. And though no one really knows exactly who she is, she said to wander the alley surrounded by mysterious glowing fog. Mysterious, glowing, warm, glowing, warming fog. Um, and in the book that I'm listening to, The Law of One, he does, or well, the entity Raw does mention ectoplasm and how it, it that most like they he mentioned this and is, how ectoplasm has just been flagrantly it's probably disproven fake. as a hoax. It's probably no, it's no probably. Fake. It was. It's definitely a fucking hoax, man. I don't know. At least the pictures that we got no, from the, the spiritualist pictures, movement yes. have all been proven the to be pi- hoaxes. I, not, we did a whole episode about it. Go back. That was last Halloween. Um, but it's uh, he, he mentions it, and maybe it is a real phenomenon. I don't know. But a lot of them were proven fake. But there could have been one that's real. There could have been. Anything's possible, Mario. Improbable, yeah. unlikely, but never impossible. Yeah. Devil's Den is a rock formation in the middle of Gettysburg Battlefield. And obviously Gettysburg oh, Devil's is, Den. The big thing, is the biggest, uh, the most haunted place, uh, let me say. Uh, and according to the Civil War ghost, it was here that the frightening, the, the fighting reached its peak. Know what I've never seen? Know what I've never seen? I've never seen the Gettysburg movie. It's like something like oh, the four one with, hours um, Wait. Which which movie was the Gettysburg movie? It's called Gettysburg, I guess. And I've never seen it, and I'm interested in it because Jeff Daniels is fucking in it. And oh, that's that one. Okay, okay. I couldn't remember what the so the link the Daniel Day Lewis movie is just called Lincoln, and then there's Gettysburg, and, and then, then what's go- the one with Matthew Ghosts Broderick and, and Denzel? Um, and then there's uh, Glory, which I've never seen any of these films. Glory. That's the that's the Matthew Broderick Denzel one. We watched that in um, uh, history through film class. And our teacher was so fucked up that when the one cannonball went flying through and took the dude's head off, he was like, all right, pause frame by frame. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> ah, there it is. That's sick. He did the same thing in the untouchables when the little girl blows up next to the briefcase. He's like, wow. 
This guy's fucking uh, a serial killer in hiding. He was one of my favorite teachers ever. That dude was awesome. Um, and yeah, I might re- now because and before we get in the Patreon episode that I want to do, I might visit these films at least glory and gettysburg is supposed to be fucking four hours long which yeah i, I, it's, it's I don't know task. when i'm gonna watch that because chelsea will not watch an old war movie with me not at all i've, I've probably seen saber private ryan like seven times <laughs> oh my god uh, yeah and according to civil war ghost it, it obviously it's it's the fighting began cr- it was crazy chaos at it's gettysburg crazy and it was here multiple visitors have reported being approached by a soldier dressed in uniform of a Confederate folder, uh, soldier from Texas, minus the shoes. My, he, he minus the shoes. Okay. He hmm. often suggested uh, suggests where they need to go next. He's just like pointing them go this way. His image had been captured in ghost photographs far back as the 1970s. And when I was looking up ghost pictures from the battlefield. I probably should have looked more or less into people that have supposedly taken them. I was looking for legitimate photos from back in the day um, of what, you know, it could have, you know, if they caught anything. Look at those trenches. Look at these guys, man. There's me and fucking my missing foot. <laughs> uh, but it's, and, and, and why I even mentioned Ghost Adventures, because uh, I know they went to Gettysburg. And I like that episode. It was pretty trippy. They caught a couple good things, but who knows? And I'm always watching and be like, it could be real, but like uh, maybe fake. Like because we did shit on him on the demon, uh, the Moreau Demon House, which is yeah, got a lot of attention on that one. I got that episode. Just making fun of Zach Baggins because you're dressed like the guy from Destination Unknown. Yeah, <laughs> I like that show also. Um, <laughs> he suggested uh, it's often suggested that he just tells him where to go next, and then. Um, all these pictures appear in the 1970s. Several people have said they've gotten lost, and he appears to point them the way to the road before simply vanishing. So he's a kind haunting them. Yes. It's helpful. Even though he's a Confederate. Uh, there are few other ghost stories, too. Uh, in 1939, a man reported asking some disheveled-looking man dressed as a soldier if they needed help. Uh, they said yes, and he guided them... Uh, the unwary traveler back to a tree where another man appeared to be dying of a massive chest wound when the frightened man told the cashier at the nearby gas station what has happened. He told him he wasn't the first person to encounter the soldiers. You know how crazy that be? You, like, you, you're at this fort or um, in this battlefield and you think that, like, you think it's just, uh, and, and, and according, even my mom, my mom is, uh, she doesn't believe in a lot of shit that I believe in, but she did, I've said it before, see the ghost of her friend, uh, Terry, who committed suicide in his garage, and she played uh, one of the Ouija boards I have with, before I got it, um, with my grandmother and uh, my Aunt Helen, which is now passed. And my Aunt Helen was dope. I gotta type my Aunt Helen real quick. She got cancer. Uh, they had to amputate her leg. And she put a fucking uh, pe- uh, plunger on the end and was a pirate for Halloween. <laughs> That's where I get some of my fucked up humor from. And I believe that she's probably one of my spiritual guides because she died when I was eight. And my oh, grandmother man. has had a necklace. She's putting on a necklace and she said, Aunt Helen, can you help me put it on? It snapped together instantly. Or Helen, she would have called her. Like, obviously, like, not Aunt, but your sister. Uh, but very strange. I have a lot of go- family ghosts that I believe they're watching over me quite possible good shit uh so i was just saying how crazy to be you get, get a guy pointing you the way right and i always love ghost episodes I've, I've been into ghosts and paranormal shit longer than i've been into conspiracies 
aliens, anything. It's I was like I've told the stories and we'll get into it near Halloween, but it's just like ghosts or something that really gets my goat, man. And you have it gets your ghost. Yeah, <laughs> you have this guy pointing <laughs> you, and then you see like it just would be crazy to like you go up and you see this guy be like uh, like dying, and then they disappear. Imagine being that poor <sighs> gas station attendant that like someone walks in and they're just like. Yeah. You're never going to believe this, but I got to tell somebody because you're the only person within, like, you know, miles. But I I followed this guy, and and let me guess, there was a dude with a giant hole in his chest sitting under the tree. Yeah. No, it's, it, it's like those, you know. It's, like, yeah, yeah, someone comes in here every week and every tells me week. about it. That's that's Phil and George. They just hang yeah. out here. It's like those horror movies, right, where it's like they know that the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, like the, that Leatherface is down the road. You know, like that they, you know, and they're like the harbinger from Cabin in the Woods. It's like there's only death down that road. Or like, me- remember the crazy old fucking homeless guy from Friday Thirteenth? Yeah. It's like I go this way. It's good. It's camp blood. Like, yeah. Uh, which will we'll eventually be coming for the Patreon too for our commentary episodes. Uh, so at least one woman has claimed to have been grabbed by a figure of a Civil War era uniform, and. Um, the it touched her tit and she didn't like it. She screamed rage. Touched her titty and she said that's assault, brother. And then uh, R. Kelly ran over and helped her. Um, and Aww, some see you, some see the ghost rider, a specter who vanishes in a thin air uh, uh, as quickly as he appears. Strange. New Orleans uh, Burgard Keys House is named. I'm not going to pronounce this. Um, <laughs> Right, but cringy it, ass bitch. Cringy ass bitch is named uh, for its two most famous revi- uh, residents, uh, Confederate General PGT uh, Burgard. Uh, fucking strange man, uh, and and writer Francis Parkins Parkinson Keys. It sits out in the outskirts of the French Quarter, and even though the Burger Guard <laughs> and, his, and his wife, I'm gonna call him PT, I'm gonna call him PGT, okay? PGT and his wife lived there for just two years, uh, but apparently long enough to maybe show up after they've been dead. And the thing is, right? And I've talked about ghost stuff before. Is may, they ghost? I've tried to go to fucking cemeteries and use Ouija boards and 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 the spirit box, right? And you, yep. you fucking, it's most times is in places um, that they were accustomed to. That's why you have the Enfield poltergeist that I eventually want to get into. It's like they well, if you think about it, the, the, the graveyard's like. going to be the least haunted yeah. place more often than not. I mean, cemeteries, yeah, because most of them are like, oh, I'm at rest. I'm in a cemetery. Yes, or like, and if you died in a mysterious circumstance, or you don't know really where you are, or you die under like where you're in this duality between two worlds, um, mm-hmm. you might go towards some place that you love and that you cared about. According to Ghost City Tours, there's definitely more than one presence that's decided to call the glorious New Orleans home well home. <laughs> the most commonly cited are Civil War soldiers easily identified by their uniform. They appear usually just standing there, staring at some beyond point with our earthly eyes can see, where our earthly eyes can't see. So they got the thousand-yard stare, and they're just like, all right, uh, yeah. Um, they line up. Uh, the lineup says that at least one, uh, at least once, one of the soldiers spoke. A man attending to the garden, uh, to a garden party, I guess, which is weird. Uh, what's a garden party? Uh, it's just a party in the garden. Reportedly had an entire conversation with a soldier in a Union uniform, only to learn later that there was no absolutely one there matching his description at the party. Like, I was talking to this guy, and he was, and he was telling me about his family. 
And I asked him about this show, King of Queens, and he's like, he's like sir, <laughs> I do not understand what you are saying. What is a show, sir? <laughs> like a theater show you are, where Lincoln was soon to be shot? <laughs> There's no playhouse in this town. <laughs> Orphan Ghosts. Let's get into that. You're going to hit another bong hit? I might as well hit another pen hit. On 18... You're on mushrooms. I don't want to fucking hear it. Bike row. Bike row. Dose. I'm actually going to... Uh, and now I have a um, Terrence McKinnon book, but I think I'm going to start listening to his talks also. I'm really wanting to learn a lot about fucking psychedelics. Oh, you've never looked into McKenna? I have his book, and I read it at the cottage last year. Parts of it. I, halfway through, I like, got... You're just now getting into Terrence McKenna? I was before. I've read his shit, but I've never, like, I've never read an entire book. I've read close. I read his... Uh, I have it somewhere. The, the archival fucking some bullshit. I have one of his books. I read it almost more than halfway through at the cottage last year. And, this, and then I pick up other books. I have OCD when it comes to books and research. I, I've, I fucking read a book. I'm, I'm halfway through David Wilcox's thick ass fucking synchronicity key book. And I've read the source field. I did finish that one, but I, I get where I'm like, okay, I'm halfway through. I know what point I'm at. All right, let's read about the night stalker. And I'm now I'm, uh, and then I finished that book, but now I'm halfway through, uh, stupidly mentioned this, but I, because I want to get into it eventually, I am halfway through the Zodiac killer book, but then I'm like, maybe I'll read it just before we get into him. So I'm like, I put it on. You pause. started reading that when you were at the cabin last year. I did. I know. And I stopped and I stopped reading. Cause I was like, I want to finish it when I cover him. I, dude, I'm, I'm not judging. I do the same <laughs> shit. I get like halfway into a book and I'm like, I can take a break. Yeah. And then I just don't finish it <laughs> half know. the time. On 1886, uh, or 1866, uh, the Children's Orphanage opened in Gettysburg. Well, it was home to only two, uh, 22 children to begin with. It was just two years before the number rose to around 60. Well, I'm, I'm assuming all their fathers and mothers are most likely dead or raped. So uh, by the following year. <clears throat> Overcrowding was a serious problem. Additions were built by 1870. Public awareness had moved somewhere else. And that saying, Paranormal Warehouse, is where Rosa J. Carmichael took a position there. Um, so she was, to put it mi mildly, not a very nice person. Tales of abuse okay. started to get out. And so she took over this orphanage and she started to abuse the children much like nuns used to. Yeah, and by the eighteen by eighteen seventy six, and most times it's because they're religious and they believe that God it was their godly right to do this, or that God saw these children as miscreants, or you know, she was arrested for cruelty. But the good old days being what they were, she w was found guilty, but only had to pay a fine. Of course, she did, <laughs> which is fucking nuts. And uh, yeah, and she was back at her post. Her abuse uh, grew, and it said it grew worse. And children were subjected to beatings. They were locked in outhouses on freezing cold nights. Uh, and she wasn't a nun. Um, I not that I. It says um, just a psycho. But just a psycho. But the thing is, you don't have to be a nun. You could be a very religious person, and this come out of you. I'm not saying all religious people are fucking bad. But I'm saying back uh. then, you know, fucking my parents used to get. Beat on the hands for saying something wrong, you know? What the fuck? Yeah. Are you? No, that's true. So, and then if you have your own fucking fucked up shit going on in your head, what do you do? If, and if you're if you're possessed by a bad entity, maybe like a well, Orion wasn't group the reptilian? commonplace thing like spare the rod, spoil the child back in the day? Yeah. And where I was like, if you didn't beat them, you were spoiling them. Yeah. Like what? It's like what? Yeah. Yeah. So and yeah, they were shackled in the basement, and those chains and shackles. Are still there. 
to this very day. The I'm, ghostly shackles of the children beaten. There's no way they're still there unless it's a fucking museum. This does sound familiar. It might have been somewhere the Ghost Adventures did cover. They've been to a lot of haunting locations or haunted locations, uh, so this might be a possibility. I might have to watch it after well, this episode. Civil War stuff is always like a go-to for ghost hunters and shit, too, especially in America, because it, it just... it. Yeah. It's, a, it's a stain on the country's history. It's a hot topic. People fucking talk about it a lot, and people are always like, I saw a ghost at Gettysburg when I went down there when I was 12. And I it's would like imagine... you smoked hash yeah. for the first time. Uh, you you motherfucker, man. You're like Billy. You lose your fucking sense of wonder. Uh, don't no, you? I, did, I just like... I, I have to play the skeptic more often than not. I already got that with Billy. He's the ultimate skeptic. And and and, I and listening, I said like uh, I ju- I like I fucked with him on the reptilian <laughs> episode. I list I've listened back to episodes seeing like should I keep this, should I not? You know, the fundamental episodes that structured Strange Brew on it's right. on uh very um broken wood on a house. If you th- listen to the um uh, f- fucking Baba Yaga episode. It's like fucking chicken legs that are barely holding the house up. Uh, but, you know, and I, I joke with him. I was like, he, and listening to older episodes, I realized how much he used to be uh, more in the eyes of the wonderer. Like, just be like, well, what could be possibly? It could it'd be anything. And I, I sent him a fucking, I was looking at uh, pa- uh, episodes I'm throwing up on Patreon for the Lost Tapes episodes, and mm-hmm. I fucking recorded. Uh, him, he's like, well, isn't that from that thing you talked about? About, you know, the aliens and how they, like, trade technology? Because he's like, we went from having, you know, like, no technology for all these years, something that I said. And he's like, and he's rephrasing me and saying, like... Something that you said <laughs> that you read. Yes, and that I did read, yeah. And, and yeah, of course. And how they gave us technology and Eisenhower and all that stuff. And he was, he was, he's like, yeah, that's possible. And I was like, how much he has changed. And once you get in that mm-hmm. physical that's world, life, that's though, what you life disconnect does, baby them. boy. That's what life does. You disconnect. You got to come more back mm-hmm. to the spiritual. Do fucking mushrooms. Talk to a Ouija board. <laughs> I do. I do need to do mushrooms again soon. Yeah. I need to. I need to go to the woods and start microdosing. Sure. I, I get them for 50 bucks for yeah, a half. Fuck ounce. microdosing, dude. Man, I'm, that's microdosing is against the point of mushrooms, in my opinion. It, Everybody wants to microdose. I've been it's less a depressed than I've ever like, fucking I just been. Wanna, I just want to go eat fucking between three to five grams in the woods and just. Well, when me and you hang out time. after the second time I come down, um, we'll do mushrooms and then uh, we'll film it. He's got to go. He's got to go camping when you uh, come down. We'll Take film a week it. off and be like, we'll go camping. <laughs> and then and, I'll cut uh, it down to a ridiculous shit. All right, so we'll go to, uh, <laughs> we'll, go to we'll go to Allegheny and just uh, yeah. get. We'll just go to Gettysburg absolutely. and then we'll fucking do mushrooms. I'm not dropping acid at Gettysburg, bud. <laughs> okay, but uh, the, obviously she was a cruel bitch. This guy, this woman was a was a bitch, and uh, it's no wonder then that the spirits of childrens are still there too. Visitors to the site now, the National uh, Soldiers Orphanage Homestead, have reported seeing apparitions of dirty, disheveled children, hearing <laughs> sounds of cries of children, and then giggling. Hee-hee. <laughs> When uh, there was no one uh, there. And it does, there is a fucking, I, I, I don't know if there's a movie or I'm thinking Ghost Adventures, but there's someone that went down and they found shackles. It must have been fucking Ghost Adventures. And they were still shackles that it, supposedly they just left there and was like, fuck it. If it's Ghost Adventures, it's mad sus. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, because uh, as I've Zach read, Baggins make shit up fucking constantly. Me and Chelsea constantly make fun of him. He's like, oh, I feel angry. The one thing he said, he's like, I feel aggressive at you and it's just like and then he like and then we're like laughing at aggressive at you like, and then he's like I can't I can't shake off this aggressive this aggression this is like, I feel aggression towards you you uh, illiterate cunt uh, he's so weird he's a strange fella uh, but he's super famous now and they do really well no wonder why would they would could sprinkle in some things 
Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they say visitors obviously see apparitions and weird children giggling. Others describe feeling an extreme sadness and weight upon the shoulders when they enter the basement. And this is where I remember is the shackles in the basement. I'm, unless I'm seeing it on my own dreams, but I swear this is from something. Do you want to talk about fucking goddamn Bloody Lane? It's so Do cool. it up. So it's so bloody. So fucking bloody. It's so bloody. <laughs> Uh, so prior to September 17th, 1862, the little dirt farm lane in Maryland was known simply as Sunken Road. That was before the Confederate troops lined up the roads, uh, the roads embankments with fence rails and troops uh, and unloaded on passing Union soldiers at, you know, simply established as a point blank kind of range. By the time the fighting was done, just three and a half hours later, 500 and 5,500 men were dead or wounded. And according to National Park Service, there was really no point um, (laughs) to the war at this point. And neither the Confederate Army nor the Union gained any kind of military or tutorial advantage whatsoever. (laughs) And now the route is known as Bloody Lane. According to the U.S. Department of Transportation, the lane was absolutely haunted. And you've, of course, heard about this, right? Yeah, I mean, the story just goes with any Civil War yeah. battlefield, really, where there's mass casualty. It's always some sort of, like, there's always some ghost hunting episode that has, like, oh, yeah. today on Civil War Ghosts. <laughs> Whiskey is finished. No matter how many people are giving, uh, the, uh, given at any time and remains Unnaturally quiet. Visitors report they can still hear gunfire uh, and distinctive smells of gunpowder still washing over those who walk the lanes. Some see, I think that would fuck with me more than anything. Or yeah. phantom smells. I mean, smells. you can kind of dismiss them, but like, yeah, if you're just walking, and you're like, dude, there's like a very strong. The whole thing of like somebody smelling their grandpa's cigar, which um. Yep. Uh, Chelsea, I would love to have her on this podcast one day for a Patreon episode because I maybe people pay for it. Uh, but she's had her own weird experiences. She played the Ouija board a lot when she was younger. She had this spirit that supposedly existed kind of just down the road. She was a woman who would knock off a teddy bear. And no wonder why we're connected, why we are so interested both in spirituality. Hmm. And the teddy bear would always fall off, even in times when she didn't want it to like it, it, it. They asked her to knock down the teddy bear whenever she was around and it would happen way years after it's, it's fucking weird. And she, uh, I think it was her talking about that. She could smell some cigar scent or maybe that's from something else, but it's just, she's had her own weird experiences. It's a lot of weird shit. I love ghosty shit, man, as I said. Some have us uh, seeing soldiers in Confederate uniforms. So realistic that they, Thought they were reenactors. Uh, according to one story, a group of school children from Baltimore were visiting the site. They heard distant chanting so clear it almost sounded like it was being sung by ghosts of the dead soldiers. But it wasn't a Christmas song they thought it was. It was a Gaelic battle cry shouted by Union soldiers of the Irish Brigade as they were charged. And like I want to mention this too, because even the stuff I was listening to, they would just give people guns. As soon as they like fucking came up, they're like, you're an immigrant from whatever country coming to the States for a better life. And they would just hand you a gun and say, go fight. They didn't hand you a gun. That's 
a different thing altogether. <laughs> but they depict that in Gangs of New York while there are army recruiters going on My during the Civil War, movie. standing at the boat docks being like, here's some soup, here's some yeah. bread, you've had a long boat. Uh, if you follow us, you can sign up for the army right oh, over Oh, yeah, here. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and to mention Gangs of New York is one of my favorite films. One of my favorite great films. Great film. I love great that film. movie. Um, and it probably will eventually come for an Unreal Review on the Patreon. Uh, wars always come with collateral damage. So let's, let's strictly talk about Gettysburg. Uh, and Opsy deaths, famously. There was one uh, no, uh, civil casualty killed during the fighting at Gettysburg, Jeannie Wade. So obviously, yeah, with war comes collateral damage, comes casualties, you know? Especially mm-hmm. when you get to World War II, it's like, how many bombs can we drop? Or even fucking, you think about nowadays in the war fought by drones blowing up hospitals and churches yeah that's drone warfare is a whole different special kind of evil yep. it's fucking ridiculous the house yeah no uh, you're disassociated you're just dis- you're not attached to the action it's 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 video game where people actually die yep is, is really what it be- what it comes down to it's some kid sitting at a fucking computer sending uh you know a, a remote controlled plane to go blow up a house where actual people are living I'm sorry just... I just laughed because it made me think of uh <laughs> arrested development when they put buster on the fucking Oh my god <laughs> it's so funny he thinks he's playing <sighs> a video game if you've We're never seen so off topic though let's right. let's If you've never seen that fucking show please watch arrested development there's a very funny yeah. scene Buster that, there's story. many very funny scenes. Arrested <laughs> Development is fantastic. I cannot recommend it uh, enough. So fucking funny. But back and, to the Civil War, so, Thomas. Uh, the house where she was killed still stands, according to Civil War ghosts. Still, she's still there. During the battle, Jeannie, her mother, and her sister helped care for Union soldiers, taking them food and water throughout the battle. She was uh, baking bread when a bullet, just one uh, just one around 150 that hit the house. 150 bullets that they could count at least hit the house. Passed through two doors. Hit her in the back. She was killed instantly. And these so are, it was like a heart shot then, basically. And these are one that yeah, her heart. Because a lot of the bullets, you know, were like like lead. They weren't fucking that strong. Well, they, they were lead. No, yeah. most bullets are still lead. Um, but they were but the problem is, lead, is that right? they were, well, everything's soft lead-ish. Lead is a soft metal, yeah, um, true, but true. it was I generally you're talking more like the revolver, or not revolver, the um, flintlock pistol type things where it would yeah. get stuck in your skin and then you would get infected. Like and it pirates, really bad. which I love lead pirates too. Yeah. The pirate episode almost killed me, which is now going to be fucking on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we will dive back into pirates, but that is now officially on a lost tapes episode, and it was the mm, night nice. that I almost died, and um, so. The crazy thing is, right, when you're instantly killed, when it's instant car crash, stuff like that, you're said to, like, you know, someone who hits something with a car, you instantly die, you don't know that you're dead, so you wander this astral world confused. I believe that is a fucking possibility. Oh, and, absolutely, it's a possibility, yes. yeah. I'll never, I'll never say it's impossible, no. It's, uh, there, there are more to the sad, there's more of the sad story. Uh, Jeannie's fiancé, Jack, was critically injured two weeks before he was shot ultimately died a few days after she did. Neither ever knew what happened to the other. So obviously you're in this ghostly plane searching for each other. That's what I would picture, is they're both searching for each other 
in the ghostly realms in the astral world. Visitors to Jeannie Wade, which is now a museum, reports that she is still there. She's occasionally been seen walking in the house. Sometimes she has been a glimpse walking in the nearby countryside, perhaps uh, lemonading. Uh, that's the word. Uh, the blissful, <laughs> like the Beyonce thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's stupid. Uh, the, the, <laughs> she's like thinking about her blissful life and the old age that both her and her, you know, beloved were were denied. Because, you know, and, and, and I'm sure, like, I wonder if they met in the afterlife. I'm sure once they realized they were both dead, which might take some time in that astral world, you might have to realize and, and have the teaching. Realize and then accept. And accept that you're dead. Because exception yeah. is the big thing. Because, as I've said, Chelsea's mom was a spiritual, like, she's super spiritual. And she's been to uh, a psychic that said that her one of her husbands <clears throat> that was a dog in a past life or that he wasn't dead and he didn't realize he was dead. It's fucking weird. weird. And he wandered around not knowing he was dead. Huh. Today it is known as the Fonsworth House Inn, but during Battlefield of Gettysburg, it was occupied by the uh, first by the Confederate forces and used as a hospital uh, and, and a headquarters for them to uh, plan what they're doing next. All right, lots of whiskey. All right, all right. A lot, a lot of whiskey. Lot of whiskey. I'll, take you, I'll take a sip, sir. A lot, a lot of whiskey. And uh, let me smoke a cigarette. I, too, am out of whiskey now. And we say that we, st- we stab, stab, shoot, shoot. Stab, stab, shoot, shoot. Huh? No, no, I, th- I, thought, I thought it was a stab, shoot. Stab, stab, shoot, shoot, stab. Stab, shoot, stab, stab, shoot, shoot, yeah. shoot. Yeah, reload. Yeah. Stab, stab, stab. Stab, stab. Okay, and who do we sit in first, right? We sit, we sit in the darkies first, right? Is that the plan? I, I, I don't I, I don't like your tone, sir. We send the poor in first. I'm fucking We send the poor in first. I'm well, get your ass on in there, son, because I'm not. Damn it. Let me have a shot of this whiskey. No, you you know, no whiskey. For, hey, hey, that was the last of our whiskey. I'm, I'm going to shoot you for treason now, son. You, I'm your colonel. You get in there. And Thomas Cornhold died shortly after of a gunshot wound to the face. No, I shot you in the arm. I wasn't going to kill you. You drank my whiskey. It's not like you fucked my sister. Fucking throwback. That's where my infection comes from. I never knew I got shot because you used a pellet gun. (laughs) That was fucking laced with AIDS. I had a blowgun that I invented AIDS back in the day. Uh, Yeah, just joking. Uh, So obviously, you know... um, it was still riddled with bullets and eventually Straight fell. Through. Yeah, he's smoking up again. Fell to the Union forces who stormed the building and killed the Confederate snipers who had been stationed there. Um, so snipers, you won't always at an advantage, I could say. So, so I feel like snipers are one of those positions where you're either in the best possible place where you're like, no one's gonna find me, or you are the target now. Yeah. Uh, you think about uh, like that scene. In, you said you've seen Saving Private Ryan a million yes, times. That tower get, scene. Yeah, we get shot through like, the fucking eye hole. It's fucking sick. That's a sweet scene. Yeah. <laughs> Some of those soldiers are still there, and according to the Schultz family, who brought the who bought the property in 1972, I I had this book all about ghosts, and me and Justin did use it. Uh, way back, I don't know if I kept it, uh, for the ghost episode, which I did think I kept because it was a good episode. Uh, but we talked about, I read this whole book about it, and it talked about these loops that people would get in. You know, that you would walk into a building and you'd be trapped in that timeline. So kind of like Blair Witch. Yeah, it's weird. And there was, there was a whole fucking chapter about it, which I'd like to get into. These women go to this bar in Britain. They think is closed. 
Um, and all these people are there and they try to get a drink, but everyone's in old timey outfits and they're not really talking oh, to them. Oh, you're talking about just walking into yeah, a it's full on weird residual haunting that like you step inside of the, the timeline and it's fucking strange. And then these, yeah. uh, to mention this, cause I eventually want to get into this. And I remember this story from reading this book is they go in and they go to this bar. It's 2 AM. They're like, wow, this bar is open. It looks lively on the inside. They go in, people are sitting there, they're drinking, but they don't notice them really and then they're like this is weird and they ask for a drink and i think they end up getting a drink and leaving and then uh they realize the next day they go back and like oh you guys were open pretty late pretty weird it's kind of cool how you guys had everything set up and like do we close at one and then she noticed a picture on the wall of the bar back in the day and it was mm -hmm. the same looking it's fucking so strange man there's some <laughs> isn't that the, the plot of the shining Oh, kind of like that. It was close, yeah. but uh, I would—it's so weird. So they got caught um, in this in this house where they would uh, when the Confederates took over, and uh, it became this internal loop, still patrolling the same routes that they did when they were alive, or roots, routes, uh, and they routes, would, roots, <laughs> tomato, tomato. They would walk around, and uh, it, it, they were just imprinted there, as you know, told by Civil War ghosts. Uh, one thought to be a sharpshooter station in the attic window can be heard playing the mouth harp. So at night. the harmonica, I guess. Is it a mouth harp? Is it a jaw harp? It says mouth harp, which I think is just an old timey way of saying a fucking harmonica. I'm, I'm looking it up right now. F what the fuck? No, it's a jaw harp. It's all brown, 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 brown. So he was really bored up there. That's weird. Just waiting to kill some fucking people so I can keep my slaves. So my uh, a good um, a good friend of mine, Nick, is a fucking boss at the jaw harp. What really? Yeah, shout out, shout out to my buddy Nick. He uh he play he plays jaw he plays a mean jaw harp. Oh, that's cool. I want to hear that shit. Can you play some old-timey fucking Civil War music for me? You can play whatever. He he does a whole bunch of cool shit, but that's, that's an off-air conversation. So Love you, Nick. He plays the fucking uh, mouth harp. Uh, it's so strange. I want one now. Um, I Anton plays the mouth harp every weekend at the bar. <laughs> Bail! Um, dude, jaw harp, like 15 bucks on Amazon. Get you a good one. I, I, was, I need to get that. I've always thought about either getting the boom as a sound effect. Or like the, bah, bah, but like after a joke, it's. <laughs> oh, you're talking the uh, the ever classic. Yeah, I think it's appropriate. Uh, footsteps are common, along with sounds of heavy breathing and cigar smoke. <sighs> a few women remain there too, including one who tucks in the guests in their bed at night, thought to be a midwife. Yo, fuck that. Fuck that. I don't want some ghost tucking me in. Like, you're like, you know, I got my, you know, I'm, I'm hot. It's a hot summer night, which obviously when they're fighting this, w winter would be horrible and summer would also be equally as horrible. But I feel like winter a little more because they don't know how to keep themselves warm at this time. Um, and, uh, the, 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 you know, a spirit just tucks you in. Not my thing. No, I don't like that. Yeah, I, I you know, if the spirit stopped being weird, I'd take it. Chelsea's sister saw her grandfather peeking over the side of the bed. Um, that would be fucking horrifying. No. <laughs> it's like, no, thank you. Uh, a cook who reportedly uh, is such a solid figure that he's mistaken as staff. 
So I'm just, what would Arkansas's fucking go-to food be? Um, I, I don't know. We've already pissed them off once. Let's not do it again. It's too far <laughs> gone now. Um, how about Tennessee? What do you think? I like my cooked rat over a nice warm barbecue. Okay, I'm Canadian. That's I've your never Tennessee? even been to Tennessee, so I don't that's know. your that's your Tennessee. My mom does have a uh, friend, and I've I've said her name before. Taffy, I said that's her name, and she's from she is from uh, uh, Tennessee. Or um, what's the what's the place famous for country? They love country music there. Nashville, oh, Nashville, uh, the, Nashville, she's, Tennessee. She's yeah, from yeah, Grand Nashville, Opry. and she mm-hmm. has a a super thick accent. So Bartek, uh, what is it? What it is does not accent? agree with me on my conspiracies. Let's just say that. And she's from Tennessee. Yeah, I've had arguments with her. Wow. Uh, so Good uh, for her. Who they say are occasionally uh, supposedly shoved and pushed out of the way. There's people that say they're pushed out of the way by a malevolent uh, entity. So strange at this Even. at this now it's an in which and you know what if i just if i if you know if the at, as weird as our world is we should be able to travel freely it should be cheap and easy and fun for people to live in a utopia which we might never get to but i would love nah, to be able to travel around if i could if i had the money if it was cheap if it was something that was given to the people as a freedom like i would love to just go every haunted place that i could like zach baggins um and probably film it but be a way better host but you know it's just my opinion Dude, I would love to just go ghost hunting together. That we're would be going amazing. to do that. I was literally after me and Chelsea were talking. No, about but I mean like professionally. Like yeah. if we ever like. Well, we can yeah. start a YouTube channel and become famous. Uh, but uh, the thing is, too, I want to do that. That's I was just literally talking about Chelsea, but uh, doing that with you is is trying to like going to Niagara because I know they have the the ghost walk. But also, I want to. I have the spirit box. I was debating on using it on Halloween, maybe. Yeah, well, that'd be recorded. sweet. There's a fuck ton of haunted places out here too. Mm-hmm. So there's yeah, Boston would be a good one. I mean Buffalo, not Boston. Why I fucking BB BB. <laughs> you were getting, you were doing so good I for know. like months I now. I know. And it's like you, Boston. So <laughs> do much I fucking away. sound like I'm from fucking Boston <laughs> no, to you? No, 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 I don't know. I mix up the. What two is your names. fucking problem, man? Uh, huh? But Buffalo, obviously, yeah, would have a lot of hauntings too, and we could probably ask to be like, "Oh, pay you fifty bucks if you just let do this." Nah, you don't even have to. More often than not, just be like, "Yeah, I'm a fucking a ghost a investigator. Can I check this out?" <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like, yeah, it's this much money, and here's your scheduled That's time. True. Like, okay. Uh, where's my arm? I wonder because you sawed it off, or as my leg. I sawed off both your legs and your arm. I'm sorry. I uh, <laughs> see that fire that's been burning for a little bit. That's your arm. That's all three of them, bud. Medicine, and particularly surgeons during uh, Civil War era, was that of stuff of nightmares. So it's no wonder <laughs> the trauma of having a limb. Just because I'm a 16 year old. <laughs> Drunk surge <laughs> doesn't mean I'm a goddamn nightmare. <laughs> nightmare. Oh, God. Oh. Uh, so it's no wonder the trauma of having a limb or two amputated would be enough to tie a person's soul to a place. In this case, the place we're talking about is the Marshall House Hotel in Savannah, Georgia. We're going to Georgia. Going down to Georgia, gonna have myself a town. Oh wait, that's South Park. What's that? Uh, what's that Georgia song? Um, Georgia. Little Wayne redoes it. I don't fucking know. During the wartime, the house served as a Union hospital, and according to Savannah.com, uh, at least one patient remains. He's a Union soldier with one arm, who wanders the hall, the hallways of the hotel, and he's been heard to ask. Uh, has anyone seen my arm? Uh, I can't find it. Uh, I am Has alone. anyone seen my arm? 
Wazzle. Oh, there it is. Oh, there we go. There's my. Wah! I can say that, and I'll get me back into the fucking <laughs> down south accent. As if it's not strange enough, workers uh, renovating the hotel in the 1990s did, in fact, find uh, what they might what might have been an arm. It's fucking weird, man. What is might have been an arm? Just like maybe it's an arm. They were uh, placing they were placing floorboards where they they found what they thought was to be maybe a recent uh, to be recent of a human remains. Uh, it looked like it. Uh, which they eventually identified as an amputated limb of a uh, Civil War soldier who was treated there. That's where I left my fucking arm. And like they, like we were talking about how crazy and the chaotic battlefields, how many, how many, um, you know, people died uh, during this time, and how they did a, l- a lot of times they um, took out some of the bodies. It, it, they did do it, and I sent another fucking bar. <laughs> <laughs> We're almost at the end of, of this. Our, we got the that craziest was, that was for story all of our YouTube end. listeners. Where I just wanted to slowly be like, "There is, uh, we are the the last uh, uh, story and mystery is the greatest of all. Uh, I like it, uh, but you know, it is uh, it is so strange that I forgot what I was talking about." <laughs> 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 the last story and mystery is the greatest mystery of them all. That's I'll not get what into I was it, Thomas. Fucking talking about before I mentioned that before you hit the bong and distract. <laughs> <coughs> oh, like that they they found the remains, uh, and it was an unidentified fucking. It was a limb. It was an arm. They found an arm. They Ooh. did. And according to Ghost City Tours, <laughs> there is more uh, uh, otherworldly inhabitants there too, including um, a score of children who have been supposedly infamous for uh, biting people for some reason. Ah. A kitty cat. Meow. It's that goddamn cat again. <laughs> <laughs> and perhaps the spirit. It's so much better coming straight from the cow's tit versus a sound bite. Uh, the spirit of Uncle Ramus, uh, author Joel Chandler Harris, who can sometimes be heard typing away at his uh, typewriter. There's a lot of weird spirits. And some of these, like, if we really wanted to, even for a Patreon episode for one of our mini-sodes, uh, we could probably talk about some of the more uh, details of some of these ghost stories. We should just do another just full-on ghost episode. Somebody's dying from the fucking screen. <laughs> you can hear Justin in the background. Oh, my God. I don't know how you can hear that. I have the microphone set up appropriately, so... Do you yeah. think Bigfoot was um, in the Civil War? I think Bigfoot fought on the side of the Confederacy, <laughs> so cancel Bigfoot. Um, this is fucking crazy. In the, in the book, I was listening to The Law of One, which I really suggest a lot of people do listen to. It is If it's fucking fake, whatever. But the information, it lays out like our spiritual purpose, why we live in these dualities and these realities. It was a woman that's supposed to be channeled the entity raw, which is from Egyptian times. I'll get fucking off it. I'll get back into it on another episode or a rant episode on the Patreon. Um, but this is, the, this is the only book of spirituality know, anyone ever Discordia, needs. I get it. Uh, but they, uh, the law of one is great, and uh, I, it's really impressive information on uh, what I've uh, researched. David Wilcock, who I've read his books, as I mentioned earlier, uh, references this book all the time, and they say Bigfoot is an entity. It, 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 and this is in the 80s of a woman who's channeling raw, which is all very spiritual context. And the guy asks him because he's asking is a questioner. And then it's like and then raw talks 
And um, and they is this is this instrument comfortable? And they're talking about the woman being is she comfortable while she's channeling this this entity? It's interesting. It is fucking weird. Okay, and it's all just transcribed from their conversations. And he asks, if, "Is Bigfoot one of these entities? These these uh, nature entities?" And they go on this whole thing about it. And I'm like, man, they talk about Bigfoot and how he's like this spiritual being uh, that kind of goes in and out of our. They're they're a race of people that have existed long before us, supposedly, or a creature. Okay. Fucking weird. Either way, I don't give Wise a Wise old man of the woods. Yes. And, you know, you got indigenous cultures that talk about it. So while the Civil War was raging in the U.S., there are multiple stories of encounters with the Bigfoot, the country's most popular cryptid. One of the stories came from the battlefield of Chickamauga that haunted, uh, that haunted uh, ground, the grounds of old green eyes. So Just they, like that word haunted Tom this whole episode. Haunted. I should play my song The Haunting after this. It's probably appropriate. Uh, the reptilian on YouTube. <laughs> Fuck it. Uh, but, Shameless plug. Shameless. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so supposedly Green Eyes was a cryptid, and, and Bigfoot's also hanging out with old Green Eyes. And old Green Eyes gonna miss you. The, before the battle, uh, Private uh, Otto Morton and Billy Chandler uh, were sitting in uh, um, a line, a uh, soldier's line, a uh, century line, uh, when they heard terrible streaks from the woods. And as we've heard uh, in our past episodes, uh, Big Fought, Big f- Big Fought, Bigfoot makes a weeping like, he makes a weeping type sound. Something like that. And he also knocks on fucking... Like, what's Jason Mewes in? Oh, my God. This pulls all this shit back because we just talked about Jason Mewes and, and Zach, Jack Osborne fucking Zach. Uh, fucking for trial. Hunting for Sasquatch. Yeah. So funny. Um, and they went to invest. <laughs> and, and as you said, Jason Mewes is exactly how you would think Jason Mewes would be. Jason Mewes is the person you want Jason Mewes to be. So it's like, okay, I love you still. He goes out also, by himself. Uh, in the totally woods. unrelated, but the trailer for Clerks 3 looks pretty good. So. As you were hating on Kevin Smith so much, I, I stand by it. It could time. be dog shit. The man cries on YouTube for Marvel money, I so I don't. I haven't. Lo- I have to watch that tonight. Then I gotta watch the trailer. Um, so they supposed to be. They went to investigate and ran into a monster that was ten feet tall and smelled like rotting meat. After running from the woods, and this was at the Battle of Chickamauga, uh, they were screaming. They saw a creature. The two privates told their commanding officer about the experience. He went to investigate the area, and he, to his surprise, there were footprints in the dirt that were 22 inches wide. And that, when there was only one set of tracks in the dirt, that's when Bigfoot carried you. I, I was thinking about a Patreon. You guys had that fucking Jesus Footprints poem in Canada, too, right? Or is that just a American what? bullshit? Jesus Footprints. The, the footprints, when there was what? only one set of footprints in the sand, that's when I carried you. It's like a, a oh, just I've a weird Christian that, poem. Like. You've heard that one? Yeah, so when there was only one set of I tracks was Christian. Dirt, that's well, when Bigfoot ra- carried my, you. Uh, Billy's like, you are Christian, you were raised it. I was like, I ain't Christian. I was like, just because I was fucking eight years old and I stopped going to church doesn't mean I'm fucking <laughs> religious. My mom doesn't. I don't know. A lot of your moral Christian. bullshit is Christian, so boo on you. Yeah, I'm not fucking. I, I, man, my mom went back to church because her fucking husband does. And I was like, good for you, you know? Find your old roots, whatever. She, She's the reason why I wasn't religious growing up. Because she's like. Is your mom like cruising for tail in the church? No. Uh, I feel like that's what most people do this. when they get. We, Especially when they're widowed or divorced, they go back to church because they're like, I'm going to go find somebody that's not a hoe. Remember I told you, right? Uh, my uh, 
my mom left the church when I was six years old. The church we I do remember to. that story. Because, yeah, but when, I'm saying when she went back, I'm like, was she cruising for tail at the church? I hope not. Well, my dad and mom weren't divorced yet, but they're definitely having problems. <laughs> Would you rather your mom go looking for dick at the church or looking for dick at the bar? Church. But that guy could beat me. But so could the guy that's drunk. <laughs> so it's, I, don't, I don't know. I was no, gonna, I mean, you're an adult now. You don't live with your mom. I'm talking now. I want to say... Is your mom going to be happier with somebody that's getting drunk with her every weekend or... My mom doesn't drink often, so a religious person. Okay. Okay. Her new husband. Your mom's willing to give up her Sundays. Uh, She does right now. She went back to it, so and she's and her husband smokes weed and he's he's chill. You know, he's a good guy. That's cool. Oh, oh. Um, But uh, (laughs) uh, but I was gonna say I want (laughs) to do a Patreon episode. I was thinking about. I was like, you know, it'd be a funny Patreon episode. Everyone just gets hammered and we talk about which cryptid would you fuck and just like we'll go through the list and describe them and it's just. I, I'm stating this right now before anyone steals my idea, but that's going to be a Patreon episode. No, we should. We definitely need to just have like a bunch of just get absolutely <laughs> ripped <laughs> up and just talk random shit Patreon episodes. That's for sure. with a stranger danger, but there will be one about fucking cryptids. Bigfoot also appeared in Virginia while guarding Harpy's uh, Har- Harper's Ferry one night. Private Moore heard shouting coming from the barracks. That's a monkey. Uh, the soldiers were yelling about a man beast roar, roaming a, around and were getting guns so they could kill it. Some sort of man beast coming out of the woods. Get out of here, man beast. I'm a man beast. Leave, beast. Um, as Moore listened, he could hear gunfire coming from across the river. The next morning, his commander said that if he, that he had seen another hairy monster, uh, again, 10 feet tall. The previous night, another bear, a Bigfoot sighting, came from Virginia. A young soldier was sick and returned home from the front. Knowing that he would die soon, the soldier requested his family to bury him in the mountains near his home, where he and Bigfoot had a very sensuous relationship. Uh, these they mountains- had a sweet little love <laughs> nest where they uh, had uh, a wonderful interior decorators. Oh. Oh, oh, this is like Bigfoot. Fully stocked bar. All the hors d'oeuvres <laughs> anyone could want. Bigfoot has got like um, uh, one of those <laughs> fucking aprons on from the 1950s housewives. He's like, hello, come get your, come get your hotcakes. It's like, oh man. But Bigfoot's a girl. I made scenario. French toast. Or is he? He could be, he could be a more feminine man. And you know, just walk I would around. assume if it's a separate species, there are both males and females, unless it is an asexual reproduction type situation. That's true. And in this uh, book, I thought you'd enjoy. It talks about uh, uh, entities that bisexually procreate with man and woman, and it does talk about um, when in, in past lives can come into this life. Uh, there is that's so- a party I can get behind. There, there's some good things, and there's one line I thought was kind of ho- homophobic. Like there, it says about that because if you say you've had six lives as a female and two lives as a male, you might come back to this life confused <coughs> and you become in between because you don't know what side you want to go towards. It's fucking interesting. Either way, they, I could dig that. And it's eighties, and it's it's not it's not casting a moral judgment. So I could no. definitely dig that. Where it's like, oh, maybe that's the lives that are remembered. You, you know? should you should check. I mean, we, yeah. we've talked we've talked about yeah. stuff. I'm not talking about that on air. No, no, but you stuff, you should. So. Uh, you should check it out. It is uh, it is uh, really interesting, and uh, I I'm suggesting the book of uh, the the law of one to everybody. But it's good, and it in the fact that they were saying stuff that was more or less progressive at the time because it was the 80s. 
and the way they phrase certain sentences. It's just like it's kind of like, oh, is it is it homophobic? It's not really, is it? Because it's the t- they're trying to be. Yeah. yeah, there's like there's a lot of things that you'll go back to and you'll see now and you'll look at it with a modern eye and be like, yeah. they're attempting to be progressive. And for the time exactly. it was. Yeah. It's not like, Lincoln though, like spending I, I, the night with a man every day, every night. <laughs> what? He shared a bed with a man. Lincoln did. Yes. Yes. The next morning. Yeah. His commander also said to see a 10 foot tall creature uh, and a young soldier. When he's a 10 foot home tall dick. So they're going to bury this kid. He was dying, um, which, you know, it's a it's a it's a young soldier. So I'm guessing like 16 and he's dying, probably from gangrene or some sort of infection. So they went to the mountains to bury him. These Are you talking about that boy on the bed over there, Sir Thomas? <laughs> yes. No, he is definitely dying. I uh, <laughs> I administered some bad blood earlier. That's on me. Uh, I've been putting them leeches on him, but yeah, he's not going to make he's, it. He said that he he. He only had a bullet shot in, in one leg, but I, I see he only has one arm left. What the <laughs> fuck happened? <laughs> These mountains have been lo- locations of supposedly many Bigfoot sightings when the soldier died, and probably to this day, um, they may, they've been sighted to see Bigfoot, but his family buried him across, uh, buried him there, of course, uh, on a, upon his request because he liked the mountains, I guess, because I said it, him and Bigfoot had a... A nice relationship. A few days after the burial, the soldier's father went to visit the grave and found that it had been dug up and his uh, son's body <laughs> lay nearby, torn apart, stripped to the bone. The father suspected that Bigfoot was the culprit. Not wolves, but uh, Bigfoot, Bigfoot was like, man, I, uh, I, can't, I can't be separated from you. You have to be inside me. <laughs> yeah, he tries to eat the kid. Or it's like, okay... I believe it was most likely wolves, okay? Uh, but if you bury your, your son's corpse in, in, in the mountains when he's like 16, he died fighting in this ridiculous war that should needed to happen, but at the same time, why would we own people in the first place? Be better, humans, as you would say. Yeah, yeah, be um, better. And uh, But the thing is, it is fucking like the fact that you go back and it's like, but it was dug up. So they made six feet. So, you know, back then, you know, it's really hard. For, animals don't dig that deep unless they really want uh, something. Unless they're really hungry. Yeah. Which Bigfoot could have been really hungry. He's like, we were, we were once lovers and now I need to consume you. I think Bigfoot enlisted the help of a bear and two other wolves and then just started digging. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, yeah, you know, maybe he's just like, you're right. Maybe he's like the Jeffrey Dahmer. Like, I want you to be part of me. <laughs> um, yes, uh, that is the closing. Bigfoot was the fucking ending of this shit. <laughs> Bigfoot is the Jeffrey Dahmer of cryptids. <laughs> yeah. Yes, that's the closing statement. <laughs> okay, so. Good night, uh, everybody. <laughs> all right, so I really enjoyed this. I was really looking forward to this episode like uh, a lot. Uh, I've been wanting yeah, to do this for uh, probably over a couple months to a year since I wrote it. I was like, we definitely have to do this. Um, I look like I'm a fat Tommy Shelby with a beard right now. Like, I'm all dressed up. I feel like I'm part of the Civil War. And uh, I don't know what to say anymore. Fucking, I'm, I, I want to go watch a Civil War documentary and cry. <laughs> Also, I want to kind of, I want to, I want to watch a Civil War documentary while playing the Ouija board, while taking a shot of fucking holy water. Good God! <laughs> but holy water is vodka in in Russian. 
<laughs> All right. <laughs> I just don't know what I'm talking about anymore. You know where to find us? Uh, com. Obviously, follow the Instagrams, uh, Strange Root Podcast. You post a lot of fun stuff on there. Uh, I've been posting more videos and more things to relate to episodes we're talking about. And uh, yeah, uh, everybody fucking fuck everybody. <laughs> Reverend Kaiju's House of Trash, Invader Dagger yes. underscore TTV. All the links are in the description, people. Make do the sure thing. you fucking go check out House of Trash. So everyone, you know, that's how you best support us is Patreon, because there's a lot of stuff coming for that, and for merch. Honestly, I would love if people, you know, there's a bunch of people that have already bought merch, but it's it's pretty dope to see people wearing the shirt, wearing a sweater. There you can, I saw that we can put shorts, and I was like, I'm just going to wear a whole podcast uniform. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we love you guys. Everybody love everybody. Everybody love everybody. Come on. Keep watching the skies. Me too. <laughs> this world's a spooky place. Girls moved away to the beat. And girls like exclusive groupies. But wait, she sleeps with a creep. The allure of beauty usually makes a girl hate who she sees. Cake on the makeup at the club, like cruising these. Guys, for a hookup, you know how you look, slut? In your push-up, look up, you can change yourself. Choose a game, what we can in the moment. Then the pain we felt, more help needed to heal. I walked away, but you're needing me still. This world gets tough, give me a needle filled with cyanide. I have so many questions, why are we alive? Strive to survive, but this how we live in. This plan may not be a cell, but it's a prison. Laid off from a job, loving our well-being. So you stay working while your wife's at home The television tells lies to your minds are drone You wonder why the government cloned sheep I know what they hide goes more deep, deep underground And you sleep, sleep deep while these creatures creep around Around your town, I'll lead you through the streets To make another sound, if you can listen close You can hear the sound of whispering ghosts See the vampire witches and cloaks Stand by the fire with children in robes on the physical, every top mission has been knows the mystical spells. Stay invisible to everyone but themselves. The most reason why we live in this corrupt hell under a spell ourselves. Let's break free from this fucking blatant slavery. All slaves, open your mind. Dumb fuck. I'm smarter than you can imagine. The darkness of Crouching the carnage and sick habits, the Scarlet Joe Hansen's and Jan Jackson's, the starships and Plan X, the madness, hardships and what's gonna happen next, the taxes and cause deaths, the mad regrets, and I'll confess, my life's all a mess, and you die and call it death, but I die and leave this solidness, and I believe this world, this is hollow as the bottle I digest, I get followed by models for sex, good looking, confident male, women always looking for the next shopping sale. So materialistic, I look in the mirror image of myself Do I love myself? I think not And I drink shots and have weird thoughts You think we're here lost, you're not who you think you are We're at the brink of reaching Mars If you think you see the stars, you're not seeing the big picture There's aliens beneath the sea, see we see it figure It's all fun and games, until one day you get a gun Bang! Stop bitching, what you gonna cry about? Your pop owns a business while you're lying on your couch Playing video games I wonder why these people are given a brain Or 
holographic world. <laughs>